Welcome to Tea, Toast, and Trivia. Thank you for listening in. Elizabeth Vandemira from the extraordinary blog, A Russian Affair, has joined me from the far distance of 7,514 kilometers or 4,669 miles. Yes, I am thrilled to report that once again, we are connecting Finland and Canada via Russian literature. Elizabeth has come back to discuss the life and work of the brilliant writer Ivan Turgenev and the complicated relationships that existed between the great Russian writers. So put the kettle on and add to this exciting conversation on teatoasttrivia.com. I am your host, Rebecca Budd, and I am looking forward to sharing this moment with you. Good morning from Vancouver, British Columbia. It's Rebecca from Tea, Toast, and Trivia. We have taken a air Wi-Fi flight over to Finland, and we are now in Finland. It's night. It was morning in Vancouver, but now we're in nighttime with Elizabeth Vandermeer. Thank you. Thank you, Elizabeth, for joining us. Good evening, Rebecca. How are you over there in Vancouver? Well, the rain has stopped. There is no snow, but the rain has come. And now, there's a, as soon as I touch down in Finland, it seemed to clear. Are you having clear weather? No, it's, it's a bit uh, dark and rainy here. It's something between snow and rain, actually. So... Uh, not the best of weather, but we have to make do. And in speaking of winter, I have been practicing over uh, with books about how to pronounce the name Ivan Turgenev. Is that correct? Yes, very well, yes. <laughs> Ivan Turgenev, yes. Uh, this is the, the moment that we're going to talk about this person because I don't know very much about him, except when I came to your blog, a Russian affair, which everyone, please go and join and, and join the conversation there. It's fabulous, and it gives you so much background into Russian literature. You are very open and inspiring about how you actually became involved. So tell me a little bit about that. How I came involved? Well, uh, that was through my father. He was always very interested in literature in general, and he had a special passion for Russian literature. So he was the one who introduced me to, to Russian literature and sparked a great enthusiasm in me as well. And I have become more specialized in it uh, through the years. And I just really enjoy reading all about it and reading all the books themselves. The background fascinates me also. Does it reflect their real life themselves? Yes, I think very much so. I think even though it's mostly fiction, the background is always something that, that is very close to their own uh, lives and to their own hearts. And that I think that is also why they managed to write about it with so much conviction and so much passion. Well, what I want to go back to is your last post about Turgenev yes. and how they use that 
that sense of mysticism, mystery, that darkness of witches, and how do they put that in? It's quite, quite intriguing. Okay, and yeah, that's something that is very, um, in, in Russian culture, there's a lot of superstition and fairy tales and fables are, are quite deeply ingrained in, in Russian culture and popular Russian culture. So the, the writers of the 19th century, they were all noblemen, but they had nannies, nyanyas, who were like real Russian women. And they would tell them bedtime stories, of course, when they were little. And they would always be these folk, folk tales from the Russian folklore. So they would hear all about the Rusalka. The Rusalka was, for instance, a water nymph that would lure men into the water and then drown them. So that is that is where that comes from. And that you can find that also in, in a lot of Russian literature, you can find these stories. Pushkin really liked to write about these things, and Turgenev also wrote several stories based on those narratives. It's deeply ingrained in us, isn't it? I mean, you just scratch the surface. We have it even now. Oh, don't yeah. don't go to the right. Oh, yesterday was Friday the 13th, exactly, and, yeah. and we're very careful. <laughs> this kind of superstition that you should not sit on a on a stone wall or, or so that's that's an important part of their culture. Turgenev, tell me about him. Yes. Turgenev, he was one of the great three Russian uh, 19th century realist writers. So we have Tolstoy and uh, Dostoevsky, who are the most famous also, especially here in the West. But Turgenev was actually equally famous in his time and in Russia as well. He was born in 1818 in, uh, in his mother's village. And he, com he comes from a dysfunctional family, sadly. His mother was a real nasty type of person. She was very rich, and uh, Turgenev's father married her for her money. And it, it was a bad marriage, and she, was, she, she had a lot of serfs, like the not slaves. Yeah, they are like slaves, but the Russian noblemen at that time owned serfs, and she had uh, about 5,000 of them, so she was quite rich. Really? Yes, really, yes. But she treated them really badly. They didn't say hello properly. She would send them off to Siberia, for instance. And that has always influenced Turgenev in a way that he became the opposite. He became very kind and gentle and uh, very opposed to abuse and things like that. So in his writings, you will always find a more positive account of the serfs. And he has also through his work, contributed to the abolition of serfdom in Russia, because he was one of the first people who wrote about serfs as, as human beings with feelings and characters, and, and that helped a lot with the public opinion about the abolition of serfdom. So he, he had a large contribution uh, in that respect. I, I did not know that. Remarkable person. He changed the world that he lived in. He did, yes. Yes, his, his book, uh, it's called uh, a Sportsman's Sketches, or sometimes also a Hunter's Notes, depending on the translation, uh, was published in 1852. And it was actually the same year that Uncle, Uncle uh, Tom's Cabin was also published in the United States. So those two books were both really influential in the, in the public opinion of how, how serfs should be treated and slaves. 
So it was really amazing that in, in two different parts of the world, the same kind of movement started, the same kind of yeah, change in the public opinion. Isn't that interesting? You, you know, we think that we're global and we pride ourselves being able to connect. Yes. There, we've always been global, haven't we? We have, yes. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the three. Now, I understand that there were some issues between them. Yes, they they all had uh, they they knew each other well. Well, uh, Dostoevsky and Tolstoy never met, but uh, both met with Turgenev. Let's start with Tolstoy and Turgenev. They were friends at first, uh, but Tolstoy was a very difficult, stubborn kind of person to get along with. So he would always be in some kind of dispute with someone. But uh, the first time they met, uh, received a letter from Turgenev that Turgenev admired his work, that they should meet sometime. Well, the first opportunity that Tolstoy had, he traveled to St. Petersburg, knocked on the door of Turgenev, and they gave each other like a big Russian hug. And, uh, and to, then Tolstoy stayed at his house for a month. <laughs> 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 and uh, and they got along quite well. With, uh, with he was a bit younger than Turgenev, and uh, he was going out all night and ended up tiptoeing around <laughs> the house. <laughs> Tolstoy had been partying all night. <laughs> That's fabulous. Yeah, and then later on they would they would also have arguments, and even so bad at one time that uh, that they challenged each other to a duel, which luckily never happened. <laughs> Neither of them were any good at it. But, uh, yeah, so so that was that. And then there was uh, Dostoevsky, of course. He admired Turgenev for his writing, but he felt that Turgenev was not enough politically engaged, even though nowadays we would think completely different, of course, if, uh, especially after the story I just told you about the serfdom. But for Dostoevsky, his emotions were always much stronger, much more exaggerated, so he was a bit of a bore. <laughs> <laughs> and also he had some problems with uh, Turgenev's uh, wealth. Dostoevsky was not from a noble family. I think his father was a, a teacher, so he came from a less wealthy background, and he really had to live from the money that he made with his writing. Perhaps a little bit jealous, if you can say. Oh, Elizabeth, we always think that these writers are stoic. They sit there and they are profoundly moved. They are so centered. They would never, ever go out of character of a writer that we consider a Russian writer. We think of them as very special people that would never go out partying all night. Well, they were very wild, most of them. <laughs> their own personal lives are, in many ways, much more interesting and wild than their than their most imaginative novels are. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, will you come back and talk about it? Of course, yes. There's plenty to talk about. Uh, you know, I'm. We're entering 2020. Yes. This is a new year, a new decade. I want to have an exploration into this area of study. What you do and what you know has been a real strong influence on how 
I look at Russian literature, I always thought, oh my goodness, I can't get through the names. I can't get through all of the emotional upset. I am not going to be able to read this because I know somehow when I do, I'll be changed. And that is what reading is all about. It changes who we are or what we think we are. Yes. And it sets us on a different course. I'd like to set a different course with you in 2020. Would you Would you like to join? I agree with you. I think there is a lot to learn uh, also nowadays that we can still learn from, uh, from literature and also from Russian literature. And it's one of my favorite subjects. So yes, of course, I'll talk more about it. And whoever's listening, because I know you're out there listening, thank you for joining in. Elizabeth and I are going to go on a journey. We hope that you will join us. This is a time of uh, exploration, of expectation, of moving forward. We are on a grand jury. Journey. We are on a grand journey, and we want you to join us. Safe travels wherever your adventures take you. Thanks for listening in. Thank you for joining Elizabeth and me on Tea, Toast, and Trivia. And a very special thank you, Elizabeth, for sharing your love of Russian literature. I am grateful for your willingness to come back and speak about Ivan Turgenev. I highly recommend Elizabeth's blog, A Russian Affair, which is marvelously entertaining and an invaluable resource for understanding the complexities of Russian literature. Stay tuned for more from Elizabeth. She will be back to discuss. I will only give you a hint. It's something about a duel. One last thought comes from Ivan Turgenev. If we wait for the moment when everything Absolutely everything is ready. We shall never begin. Until next time, dear friends, safe travels wherever your adventures take you. <laughs>